Welcome to Shop Therapy. Let's talk beauty. Hair done, hair done, everything oh, beautiful. So grab a glass of wine. I always need a glass of wine. And get ready to spill the tea. You could get a little uncomfortable. This is Shop Therapy. Are we good to go? Yes, okay. <laughs> Welcome to episode number three. We made it to three, Shay. Yeah. Are you excited? I am excited. I am excited. I'm glad that we keep on going and we're doing this and we're pursuing this and we're we're Hope serious about it. Um, we got things going on and we're still making it here. Exactly. So I love it. I love it. So we are back another week for you guys. Today's episode is titled Dapper Days. Dapper Days. It is going to be a fabulous episode. We have fabulous stylists coming in um, to talk with us. Um, You guys are in for a treat. Yes. And it's definitely a play on words. So if we're saying Dapper Days, just stay tuned so you can see. Something's about to happen. And we're going to get it on video to make sure y'all see it. (laughs) Because you got to get the visual with this one. Yes. (laughs) So as we say, the shop is closed, our clients are gone, let's pop a bottle and talk beauty and more. Y'all know I'm down with popping bottles, let's go! (laughs) Bartender here. Ooh, we have red today. Yay, so we got red lips so that we don't give y'all our red wine lips. Our teeth are gonna probably get a little stained. Don't judge us, don't judge us. Take your glass. Cheers. Cheers. Good. See, I'm not a big red wine drinker, but this is good. This was a great selection from yeah. our guest today. I like it. I like it. Mm-hmm. I love red wine, on the other hand. Um, well, this kind of goes into my weekend. So, about our weekends, I had the pleasure of going home. Well, home to North Carolina. Um, I'm not from North Carolina, from Boston, but my mom lives there. Mm-hmm. So, and you know this, my mom moved yeah. to North Carolina. So, she had me drinking this Carolina red wine all weekend it sounds sweet it okay so i don't like sweet i hate sweet like i I don't like too many sweets but it was a muscadine wine which had me thinking of like muscadine grapes and i remember eating them when i was younger and it had that i don't know if it like it was kind of sweet but it took me back to a memory but anyway, I was drinking it. It triggered. This is why this is a therapy. This is a therapeutic yeah, it podcast. Was, it was so good. And um, it's funny because my mom doesn't drink. So she was like, I'm going to get you this wine, Shalane. And it's going to get it gets you lit. I'm like, okay, mom. If that's the word you want to well, I was going to say, did she actually yeah, she use said the lit. word lit? She, she said lit. Okay. She's like, it's going to get you lit. And she kept on drinking. She had a glass and she had a second glass. She's like, woo, I'm feeling it. Do you feel it? I'm like, no. Oh. <laughs> but oh. sure, where's your new husband's stash? <laughs> like, so I can get to the vodka. See, I'm, I'm sweet wine. <laughs> I'm more of that, like, dessert wine. Really? Bubbly. I'm not dry or anything like that, so the total opposite. Yeah. Well, well I guess that works. I did enjoy this Carolina wine, and it's uh, it was called uh, du- Duplin, D-U-P-L-I-N, and it, it's, they just manufacture it out there. They have the vineyards out there, oh, there's okay. vineyards, so it sucks because I won't be able to get it, and I did bring one bottle home, but she snuck it through TSA, y'all. I sure did. I sure did. <laughs> How was your weekend? Um, my weekend was 
the week in general which is very long mm-hmm. um so as you guys know i'm an educator and one of the educators one of the full-time educators she's out on medical leave uh-huh. so usually i'm used to just teaching like one or two days a week mm-hmm. but i taught the whole week Ew. you know what i mean and it's like to come up with like a full curriculum monday through friday was like a lot but i teach every day it, but it's but you're in front of different people each day. That's true. You know what I mean? To capture the audience of, like, the same people day after day. And I love my nail techs. And every time this chapter comes around in school, I have way more respect for nail techs. Because the nail chapter is just not... I knew you were doing nails this week. My thing. What? Lonnie told me. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, one of yeah, our yeah, students, or well, yeah, one of yeah, your yeah. students, works as an assistant she, at the salon that I moonlight at. So she tells me about everything that she's learning, and she's like in love with it, probably. Yes, and because she was a nail technician to start out with, and then an esthetician, and now she's in school mm-hmm. at Kyra School to become a cosmetologist. She is going to be a triple threat yeah, when she's on these streets. Like definitely well-rounded. Yeah. Um, one thing that I was grateful for was, um, the Oscars that happened. Mm -hmm. So I, like, kind of created, like, this fun contest of, like, okay, everybody pull out, like, your favorite red carpet Oscars look, and we're gonna translate that onto the nails. Oh! (laughs) Whoever has, like, the best transition, I'm gonna bring you in a gift. You just pulled that right out exactly. of your back. Exactly. <laughs> if the Oscars didn't happen, this would I would have been just twirling my thumbs. Like, thank God for the Oscars. So, literally, so the contest is um, next week, which is, thank goodness, the end of the, the module. Mm-hmm. Uh, module, a.k.a. chapter. Um, but, yeah, just a nails is just, it's not. Then when we got to pedicures, I'm like, oh, I got a demo, a pedicure. I don't mind. Like, I don't have a phobia towards feet, but just, like, doing it, it was just a lot. Okay, side story. So, when I was starting in the beginning, I decided, um, at Athena, that was a salon that we went Mm -hmm. to, guys, I I decided to do manis and petties to make extra money. And Monica let me. And I remember, I'll never forget this, I had a guest. And they had, like, it was a hole in her foot. Like, all. See, this is what I'm And she guess. wanted me to, like, scrub it, like, nope. buff it. Like, and she probably got oh, pure joy oh. out of it. Mm-mm. I was popping so much peppermint essential oil in that bath. I was like, this <laughs> is it for me. Thank goodness for my student. She did um, say, like, she gets pedicures, like, regularly and stuff. So it wasn't, like, a like bad foot for me to like work on it was like to me it was really like a color change you know what i mean but it was still like this is what i gotta do yeah so by 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 friday when it came i was like thank god it's over it's it it technically it's not over because we have one more week in the chapter but i was like i finally have a break Mm. like so yeah it's also different like we teach different um, audiences. Mm-hmm. So you are teaching students who are learning, mm-hmm. and I'm teaching stylists behind the right. chair. Yep. The weekend before last, I actually went into Jersey and I taught at an institute. So I was teaching educators. Mm-hmm. So I feel like my audience is so different, and that's what makes it 
easier because yeah. they're a lot more eager because they see the monetary value yeah. in it. And see, with with my audience, first of all, like I have a range from 18, fresh out of high school. Mm, I wouldn't. My know. oldest client that I, my oldest student that I've ever had was 52. So like just imagine the different personalities and then you're not even they're not even in the industry mm -hmm. and students if you guys are listening I love you guys to death but some of these I don't students, work at an institute no more I ain't like y'all I didn't like, I didn't they feel as though like they know it all and it's it's a lot to particularly like just reflecting on like my journey of how I broke into the industry. And how now we're in this day and age of like technology mm -hmm. and like social media, like definitely social media. They see a lace front being made on social media and, and they know it. And a one minute video and they're like, oh, I got this. When I get out, I'm going to be a booth renter and miss, I got this all together. Oh, okay. <laughs> Call me. Yeah. Let me know how that works out. I'm going to check up on you in two years. <laughs> And see how the assistant program <laughs> is going for you. But okay, listen, you got it all figured out. Listen, don't get us wrong. No shade. We understand, and there are some people, there's some students that I ran across that jumped right out of high school and they have amazing mm -hmm. businesses. But you can't be a slacker all through school and think the day exactly. that you graduate you it's you're going to be an instantaneous exactly. success and and your brain's going to be on and you're going to have all the motivation that starts from the day you jump into school and we as educators mm -hmm. get to see that yep. and so that's why we understand yep. if, if that's going to be your path or not and to have just seeing the different personalities seeing the attitudes of I can kind of like forecast of like she's gonna be that star. Mm -hmm. She's gonna be a headache. Mm -hmm. She's not even gonna do anything after she graduates. She about to just have some kids and go home. She about to have a twenty thousand dollar debt. <laughs> not even having the industry helping her pay it back. You know what I mean? And it, it's it's it sucks to view it that way, but that's the reality of yeah. it, right? And then. A lot of students don't realize of like us as educators, we should be your first stop of recommendation, mm -hmm. right? So I'm viewing everything that you're doing from freshman level all the way to the clinic level right before you graduate to see if I'm going to refer you to anyone or if not, right? So if you popped off to me in the class, what makes me think that you're not going to pop off to that salon manager or that salon? Yeah, and it's a bad recommendation. To, you know, yeah. so... Yeah. It's there, a lot. There's two different ways that it can go, and it's happened to me in both different ways. So there's a girl, shout out to Brittany. I love it. She posted on her Instagram that she is an educator at the institute that I worked at, and okay. she was one of my students. Mm -hmm. And I was like, amazing. Like, I'm so proud of you. Whatever you need, I got you. Mm -hmm. Right? Because... I can help right, her, right? right? And I'm there for her because she was that type of student. There was another student. I will not name her name. I feel like I should just because. But I won't. <laughs> um, right after school, she emailed me. No, she DM'd me. And she asked me for a recommendation. Because I didn't work for that school anymore. I said no. Mm -hmm. And she said, why, Miss Shay? I heard you gave a recommendation for this, that, and this person. And I said, because you didn't do work. So I'm not. You ain't gonna take my name. Yeah. And blocked? List. Like, I don't want to be your friend. I don't even know why you're on my Instagram. No, and that's the other thing. It's like, she <laughs> yeah. DM'd you. Like, you're asking now for 
a professional recommendation. So you need to take that professional route. You need to email me. Don't get me wrong. I will support you. If you are good, I will support you through thick and thin. Like, whatever you want to do, I am here for you. But if you don't show that motivation, if you don't that show potential. that work, that potential, I'm not co-signing it. Nope. Nope. Not at all. I agree. And there's some past students who probably can't stand me. There's some current students who can't stand me. Okay. That's fine. I still get my check every two weeks. <laughs> She's so mean. Listen, so you had a good weekend then. Well, no, you didn't have a good week. It, you had it, a, a challenging week. Exactly. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't the greatest. But it was definitely a learning week for me. When you're uncomfortable, you're growing. Mm -hmm. So I see growth. Mm -hmm. Thank, <laughs> Thank you for putting it in perspective. Because I was like, <laughs> on Friday, I went to the lounge <laughs> that I normally go to. And it's like, this is your third shrink. I know. Keep it coming. <laughs> I didn't ask Don't you. Don't judge me. I didn't ask you. I just got off a plane, so I'm going to be goofy today. Um, You ready to get in this interview? I'm ready. I'm ready. So it's going to be a good interview, guys. Yeah? Um, I'm excited for it. So this is Kyra's hairstylist, right? Yes. This is your hairstylist. He does your hair. He, he is the man hair. behind your hair. He is. Okay. Um, he is the one who is behind my cuts for like the last almost three years, I want to say. Y'all in a committed um, relationship? We are. Okay. Like we in this. Um, and it's funny because sometimes I feel like so like committed that like when certain people like hit me up and he's probably like, no, like tell everyone about me. And I'm like... No, because no, then I'm not gonna get my time. Right. Like right. I, again, the recommendations. I only told certain people because you can only be a certain client to come to him. But you know what? That's the worst type of client. What? Because you're supposed to tell your friends. That no. is more payback for him than you being. I tell about like it. the great clients to go to him. I can't tell everybody. I can tell everybody. But if you follow me on my social media networks, every time I am getting my hair cut by him, I... Do I always tag it? I at least show his face. We're going to ask him if this search. is okay because I feel like, <laughs> like he ain't going to like that part. Yeah, he's fine. <laughs> Trust me. His... I'm sure his clientele book is amazing. It could be bigger. It could be. Maybe not, though. You might have some cheap friends that don't want your friends. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I know I'm a valid. Let's, I'm not valid. Let's bring him in. Well, you introduce him. I've okay. read some interesting things about him, so I'm excited. He is a very interesting man. Not only just an interesting man stylist behind the chair, but just in general. I At the end of this interview, listen to what his social media handles are. Because I love to watch his lives his posts he his creativity is amazing but to me he is a 2019 harlem renaissance man he Damn. like deep like he loves different cuisine she working hard for this day <laughs> her next haircut y'all you know what i'm saying <laughs> Um, but cuisine, he loves to travel. Mm -hmm. His fashion, like, one of my yeah. questions for him today is, like, how do you, like, not stain, like, your clothing? His fashion is amazing. Um, he is just, like, I feel like 
he like writes poetry also. Like that's just like like that's just the energy and the he vibe he that he like right like snap at the ends. Like when you're in the studio with him, like he be have like Maxwell playing and oh damn. And the beauty of it all, shout out to my he do so lovely much. Just kidding, no Daisy. I I'm don't do that. Out Daisy. She said it, I mean. Um, I love Say my Maxwell. gay community, but it all this is a straight black man. Behind the chair. Behind the chair. With a lovely wife. Like, he's just like y'all are gonna see. Y'all you're gonna get a piece. Of it. Well, why we gotta interview him? You just told all his business. Yeah, he, he gave us a little bit more. But without further ado, we'll bring him in. All right, Dapper Days. Let's get this man a drink. Okay, see, this is why I love my black women. Look at this. This is how they treat us, fella. Like, come on. Don't oh. drip on his shoes, cause we oh. we 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 can't. The service. He thirsty. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, cheers. Give me the cheers to this amazing cheers. podcast cheers. episode three. Grab y'all drinks at home. Like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all know what that means. Oh, yeah. Cabernet. Which is his favorite? Which is his request? Yes, I did. I did come with a request. I said Cabernet. <laughs> yes. yes, and we deliver hopefully a great brand for you. And this is this is terrific. I love. Oh, good. Really good. Good, good, good. Um, so, this is Mr. Larry Lonnie Lawrence. <laughs> Hold on, don't give up too many. Oh, <laughs> I got some people looking at me. Oh, he got space. a whole bunch of hands. Mr. Hamilton, uh, this is him in the flesh. Mr. Boston Dapper Dan himself. Yes, y'all. We got a good one. This is this is this is a, a great guest spotlight. Um, Sarah, we loved you last week. Love you, sis. But this man, oh, y'all, I love it. Keep it coming. I, I will. We we obviously <laughs> we're live, so you didn't hear the full introduction on our recording. But this man, I describe him as. Wait, before you get into it, let me, let's start real quick right here. Uh-huh. So, a lot of people just joined in for live, and we have some people joining in, so let's just yes. tell them what we're doing, right? <laughs> right, right. Let's jump back real quick, because we're about to love on this man. But So, we are filming episode three of the Shop, Pod, um, the Shop Therapy podcast. So, this is a podcast where we come as hairstylists, as estheticians, as beauty professionals in all areas of this business that we guys are so fortunate to that us we are also fortunate to work in and this is our time to kind of sit back after the salons close after a busy week and kind of just let it all go so over a glass of wine we yes. are bringing in our friends our industry friends that we've met along the way and yes. we're interviewing them um getting great insight yeah and just having some fun and allowing us a space to be free and to just kind of talk shop yeah but this is a therapy session so he's gonna mm -hmm. let it all go and we're gonna have some fun we're gonna have some drinks and i i want to add on to the therapy session because us as beauty professionals right we are like the unsaid therapists to our clients yes but it's like who do we talk to who do we digress to y'all gonna talk to shay and kyra <laughs> I don't know if y'all want to follow all of 
the advice that we give. But we are here to again bring those professionals in. We're here to feed off of each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is what the podcast is here for. Cool. Okay. So I already gave you this man's 50 different names. <laughs> but um, I look at him as the 2019, 2018, 2017, all of those years, the, he entraps everything like Harlem Renaissance. Okay? This man, not only is he a great stylist behind the chair, um, he does great creative work. He mm-hmm. steps outside of that box from that regular haircut and hair color. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just his outside life, um, he is like, uh, loves to cook from what I can see. Correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, he loves to travel. But most of all, this man had, he was featured in a Boston Globe article okay, for his style. For his style. Like, this man's fashion, like, literally it's like, so he is, he is my personal hairstylist. He is the man who is behind, because y'all know I ain't bald-headed no more. My hair is growing, okay? My hair is growing. Thanks to this man, he cuts my hair. Um, but I feel like when I'm like getting dressed to come see you, I'm like, you gotta do it. Like, what am I? <laughs> what am I? What am I gonna take? I gotta wear yeah. because he takes the pictures after. Yeah. So I'm like, you yeah. know, like you ain't gonna have me. Mm-hmm. The hair might be looking right, but you ain't gonna be having me on these streets with my face and everything looking crazy. Mm-hmm. So you know, I just, he he's definitely a motivator for our every six week appointment <laughs> of how I step out of my house. So. Okay, so Kyra has introduced you. And so what I what I want to do is I want you to kind of imagine, let's imagine you won an award for like a Naha award. Mm. Or maybe that you won a Grammy for doing hair on set or something. Okay. How would you like them to introduce you? Like how, how do you introduce yourself the mm. best way? First, we're starting out like this. We're coming through. <laughs> they announce his name, and the audience is clapping. They're doing this, clapping with the fingers. Oh, man, that is that's interesting. I, I guess, you know, if I'm getting an award, I hope that I've done something that is worthy of the award, and mm-hmm. that, you know, and that, I don't know, something that um, is. Uh, I don't know. I, you know, I, 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 I play around with, like, you know, sometimes I want to be in the limelight and sometimes I don't. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I, you know, just something worthy of, like, you know, what I've done, I guess. Okay. I just hope that what I've done is, you know, lives it, up to it. So, whatever they... Whatever they to, say? Yeah, you know, yeah. like, you know. <laughs> so, okay, so let's say... All right, so you won the award, right? And they're like... So, oh, wait, let's step back. What do you prefer to be called? Because Tyra gave you three names. <laughs> so, or, because I added the Mr. Hamilton. So I gave yes, four. yes. So, uh, I, I go by Lonnie Hamilton. Lonnie Hamilton. Yeah, Lonnie Hamilton. Hair so, by Lonnie. Yeah. Hair by Lonnie. Yeah. Lonnie Hamilton, hair by Lonnie. You guys look him up. His, uh, his Instagram and social media pages are amazing. Um, so, Mr. Lonnie Hamilton, coming to the stage, he has won an award for what? Oh, so, like, oh, well... Probably it would probably be something more of like creative, like colors, cuts. Creative color, cut. yeah, creative color, creative cut, you know, something like that. I think that 
which I can probably see. Yeah, that would probably be more in. I would can see something like that. Where it worked for that. Okay. Yeah. And seeing why I feel like that would definitely happen. What I love about like his humbleness is he doesn't grab onto like how a lot of people are doing on like social media. I'm a celebrity hairstylist <laughs> because this man has done. Quite a few celebrities. Are we gonna name drop? Are we gonna name drop? Name drop. Uh, name drop. <laughs> I, you know, I mean, I put a couple. I think, I think, like, I did Angela Simmons hair. I done Aretha, Aretha Franklin's hair. Aretha. Yeah. I was like, like, say, say that name again. The, uh, the Queen of Soul. Like, Aretha Franklin's hair. I'm sorry. He's he's just being all humble. You know, RP. You know. Um, yeah, I've done a few people, but you know, it's you know, yeah. Everyone who sits in my chair feel like it's a celebrity. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because ultimately, that's what I want you to feel like. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I want to do editorial here, so when you leave out, you feel like you're the, you're the best version of yourself. You know what I mean? I like so, that. You know what I mean? So I I, I have for I don't care. I personally I don't really care. I like good vibes. So yeah. if I'm dealing with someone who is cool and fun, I'm happy. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. That's that's what I, I love. I like that. You know I what like I mean? That. So what's that's I that's why I said <laughs> no, no no because that's why I was saying of like how like he's humble because he's not like just like name dropping of like oh come see me because I've done X Y and Z you know what I mean and a lot of stylists in the industry as a whole will do that to yeah. just get somebody in their chair and it's like the name dropping shouldn't be pretty much what's putting you out there your work your yeah. creativity yeah should be what's putting you out there and getting people on your schedule and in your chair yeah you know yeah so that's what yeah i like both and kind of back i don't know kind of going off of that i find because in the beginning and you guys weren't part of this but definitely when you listen to the podcast you'll understand where we're coming from but what we were talking about are students in particular Mm -hmm. and i feel like a lot of students they come into the industry expecting to be like platform Mm -hmm. or to do stylist oh not stylist but to do like you know like they want to be at the top of the top yes so what when you started what was your expectation like what did you want to do with hair when you started (laughs) or did you want to was this your first uh, so, okay, so my expectation, um, I didn't know. That's the funny thing. Coming into, um, coming into the business, I just wanted to learn, first and foremost. Mm-hmm. I knew what I was drawn to as far as a look. Yeah. I was like, I like this look. Like, I like I liked this type of hair. Yeah. So, um, I practiced mostly in that in that style it's like more short haircuts funky razor cuts things like that and i knew i wanted to do that so my that's all i wanted to do i didn't think of like am i going to be platform or am i going to be behind the chair i was so i I felt so behind because i was a guy i was a straight guy you Mm -hmm, know what i mean mm -hmm. and most of the girls when i came into the school oh the girls was like well, I've been doing this forever, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, throwing your hair, ponytail, like, all that <laughs> stuff. So I was just like, I just want to learn. And then um, I just practiced on what I was drawn to. And then after that, it just kind of like, it kind of it kind of um, fell into my hand. You know what I mean? It wasn't always like, 
it wasn't oh I can't say everything that I've done is just because I chose to do it. Some things just felt, it just kind of worked out that way. Like right place, right timing. Yes, yes. Just um, focusing on the work that I needed to do and other things kind of like played out. If I didn't, if I don't like something, then I'll change it. But mm -hmm. at the time I, I experienced all different things and then I'll work and see what works for me. You know what I mean? So, okay, so with those things, because I, I can understand that. Like I, I feel like a lot of people, they're like, Oh, I'm jumping to this, or oh, I'm doing that, and I'm like, just give yourself a moment and right. let it come to you, and yeah. let it just kind of organically develop. Exactly. Right. Yeah. But with that being said, like, has there been something that's fallen into your lap and you just been like, oh shit, this is amazing? Oh, uh, I mean, yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. And that's like um, through some of the the stars that I've done, it's been because of that. Just people I know and they like me. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? That was like, you know what? I can't do this, but you can do this because I know you're gonna do good work. Like, you know what I mean? Like, some, you know what I mean? Or um, just learning new, new trends, new styles. Um, going, you know, going, going overseas and doing here. You know, mm -hmm. things like that. Like, you know what hey, I mean? Stop like, that's, it. Where, where did did you actually go overseas to do that? Oh yeah, I've done like, many weddings overseas. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. So I've. Um, I've been to uh, Africa, I've been to, um, uh, well, gotta say Ethiopia, mm -hmm. Alibaba. Um, <laughs> I've been to uh, Italy, been mm -hmm. to Greece, um, I've been to uh, Canada, I might be going to Ireland. And this is we're in contracts right now. So all for here. The, all for here. Wow. And here. are there weddings? Did, weddings? Is that what's happening? Yeah, exactly. Wow. Weddings. So, wow. you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it, this is a business that allows you, you meet amazing people, mm -hmm. um, and uh, you connect with people on a different level, because you actually get to connect with them for at least an hour. Yeah, right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You can actually have a conversation with people, yeah. and, um, you know, from, from that, you know, spawns relationships and opportunities, mm -hmm. you know, if you care to use them, if you can have that. And if you can cultivate them, right? Exactly. Like how far you can bring it and, and have that person have trust in you. So, one more thing that I wanted to ask too, and guys, I'm freestyling on questions, so you know I'm all <laughs> over the place. Those are the best though. It is. <laughs> so, in the beginning, Kyra was saying that this is her stylist. And Fabulous she, <laughs> and she says she loves him, but one, one of the things she said, which I found was interesting, was that when she, when other people ask about him, she doesn't always recommend because she wants him to herself. Awesome. And, and I know there are a lot of guests like that. And it's funny because a part of it is like, oh my gosh, she loves me that much. Yeah. But then it's like, girl, right. we don't got billboards. Right. Like, shout my name. Right. You know what I mean? So how do you feel about that? And you don't got to be nice to her because... Well, no, but you know what? <laughs> no, 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 no. you did something bad. No, but you and know you what? You're gonna be reprimanded right now. This is where I want to stop the lie because this is about to get real interesting, and I feel like this is where we gotta keep our audience on that cliffhanger. Yeah, you think so? Check into when the podcast, when this episode is posted, because this is about to get real good. It's about to get because woo. 
So Kyra's about to get beat up. Yeah. <laughs> so we turning off the live. We oh, have the Mr. Damn. Dapper himself. He live is. people. I'm sorry. <laughs> we about to get deep. We about to get deep. Um, we are in the process of doing all of our editing. As you guys know, we wanted to put a couple episodes and get them all, um, a couple episodes and get them all edited and all straightened out so that once we start, yeah. You will be able to listen to more episodes on a weekly basis. So this yep. is our third episode. We have one more to go. Okay, so you know it's funny because uh, she has a unique perspective too. I have I've heard this before mm -hmm. from other clients, mm -hmm. and I get it. I I, I understand it, um, but I also appreciate it too because I think if she felt like. Um, She's not letting the floodgates open, but I'm sure if there's an opportunity where she thought it was going to be, yes. she would do it. Right. But she also knows, like, as a stylist, you know, like, I wouldn't send anybody, just anybody number, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, like, could be possible trouble from right. a clientele. Like, you know what I mean? Someone's like, oh, you know, uh, will you get your hair done at? And you know the person probably isn't a good fit for her. Right. You know, right. I wouldn't send that person right. to you. So. I, I can see her being like a guard, like, you know, whatever. And then I know there's also part of like, I want everybody to have my hair. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want everybody, because she's a stylish girl, you know, she's always fly. So it's like, you know, there's some people that just want to like, oh, she has that? That's dope. I want to do that too. Right. And one thing I try to do is I try not to like give, like if someone comes in like, I want her hair I don't try, I try not to do that, yeah. like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you ever see any of my Instagram stuff, everyone has a different, I mean, it may be style somewhat, but it's, just keep things that are very different about it. Yeah. And that's what I try to keep, because I don't want, you know, everyone walking around, you know, like, you know, looking, looking like the same, you know what I mean? So, it's like we lost them very small, so. Exactly, and I do have people come in and be like, oh, I know her, I like the cut, give me the same exact cut. I've had that happen, and it's just like, if I do this, she's gonna kill me. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I can't do that. I can't do this. So let's talk about what's best for you. And it might not even be the, what's best for that person. And that's the thing. It's like you know just I mean? because it looks great on her, right? That might not fit your face shape. You know, your uh, the eyes. Everything plays yeah. a role. So mm -hmm. it's just yeah. yeah. Can't. I can give you so I can I can tailor a look to you that'll be just as dope for you than it was. You know. That but that's for dope the, uh, for you. For you. Okay, right? got it. Like, I don't like to do box cuts. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you come in, this is the look. I got boom, boom, boom. I got 10 of these haircuts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, it's like, okay, for you, because your hairline, you're, you're, you know, the, the circumference of your hairline <laughs> is back a little bit more than ever. You got a so head. You are, yeah, you want to have a little <laughs> bit more of a bang. So you get a bang. You get a bang. <laughs> you don't get a bang. You get a bang. So it's like one of those things where, you know, and they'll appreciate that because they'll be like, you know what? Not everybody is uh, creative and knows what's the best thing for them. Mm -hmm. They just look at people who are stylish and they're like, you know what? I love that. I want it. Mm -hmm. And here you, you know, as a stylist, I can be like, you know what? Yeah, that's a dope cut for that person. But here's what I think is dope for you. For you so right. let me tailor it to you. And that person will like, whoa, you know what? I, I look fly and I didn't have to copy this, you know what I'm saying? This right. chick, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? So now they're like, feeling even doper you know what I mean yeah. so that's what I like so there was this thing a little while ago and as an educator my company explored like setting up classes for it mm -hmm. so it was color contouring okay have you heard of this yeah 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 so it was like 
So you do the panels like this. Some panels where you do underneath yeah. at the bottom. Yeah. And you do a few panels like in the middle. Yeah. So it, it's, it's like block coloring, but yeah. it's not so blockish. It's like yeah. more defined. And and specific to your face shape. And I yeah. think that's something that you've probably been doing. We all have probably been doing for forever. But it's one of those things where now that it has a name, name mm -hmm. to it, yeah. it's it's in. But. I looked at your Instagram and I see some of your posts. It's like I will, you know, get a color that's perfect for your your skin tone, or mm -hmm. I will get a haircut that's perfect for you. Mm -hmm. So my question is, how long have do you think that you've been taking this into account? Because I will tell you, when I first started, mm -hmm. I was like, you get a layer cut and you get a layer cut. <laughs> <laughs> I'm honest. So like, how? No, that's yeah, that's real. Yeah, yeah. But like, how long did it take you to like start being like, you know what? I'm going. I, or I guess how important is it that, that that face shape and that skin tone comes into play? You know, I guess that's that's an important question because in I'll try not to get too deep, but like get deep. Um well looking at someone, I when I see someone, I see what I wanna do with them. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like so um but the first part of your question I'll answer. In the beginning when I was just, when I was learning, yeah, everybody was getting the same cut. Cause I was like, you know, I was trying to master that mm -hmm. thing. It was like, everybody get I got, I learned razor cutting yesterday. Mm. Everybody's everybody getting a razor cut. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And then you learn all, like, oh, razor cut, and it's so good, all oh, curly. Right, you know what right. I'm saying? Like, they come in like, my ends look all shredded. Like, oh, damn. <laughs> Okay, I won't do that anymore. Right. So yeah, but you know, when you're learning, that's the first thing you want to do. You want to try it on everybody, you know. Mm -hmm. And then you later on you learn. Okay, okay, I got a backup. Uh, now I'm gonna be more selective on what I want to do on what person and da da da. Like, right? Not everybody's gonna get that cut. And then later on, you know, you just have. You know, it's not a set time. Well, it wasn't a set time for me. I just you just have an epiphany, like something that I learned. Um. I wouldn't say recently, but I, le I learned that I'm at a point in my career now that people want to hear me talk about what I should do for them, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, they want to hear more from me, yeah. right? So people come in and be like, what would you do? You know, I get more of I hate that. that question, though. Yeah? Yeah. Do you love it? Because you said it like... Like well, you loved I like it. it. I, I think. Don't... Well, it wasn't. It wasn't more. It wasn't so much about the climb, but it's more about like where they think I like. They don't know. It's like someone coming in and they don't know how to style themselves, mm -hmm. and you're a stylist, and they're like, "Well, what would you do? Like, what would you do? What what looks good on me?" And you can kind of tell them like, "Okay, you know, it's being comfortable with that." to take the lead on it mm -hmm. and give them suggestions and then you know kind of talk to them it's a, this is a game plan that both of us are coming to you know what i mean it's not like this is what's gonna look good, good on you i'm gonna do it it's yeah. more like a conversation yeah it's a conversation like this we're both a team i'm trying to make you look the best you can but you um depend on me as the um the, the professional mm -hmm. so here's that's what i was, yeah, that's you know what what I mean? I was gonna say because that's just even like you know when we go to our doctor it's like right Sometimes it's like, you know, we know he's going to tell us, like, okay, you need to change your diet. But it's more of, like, I want to hear from you. Like, I want you to say, like, you as a doctor, mm -hmm. like, what do I need to be doing? Because you are the professional. You're right. the one who has this license. So I, that's why I like it when the clients come to me. Because it's like, I'm not saying they didn't look at you as in that professional manner before. But now they're, like, totally entrusting you of, like, right. whatever you say, I'm going to do. 
Right. See, I guess mine, and so I have to kind of add into this is that I'm not behind the chair full time anymore, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. I teach full time. Yeah. Um, but what I find is that when people come in and they're like, "All right, well, what do you want to do?" I'm like, "Well, I don't know you." You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know your activity. I don't know, you know, if you go to the gym every day. I don't know if you're a swimmer. So how am I supposed to then look at... Because I feel like sometimes they come in and they say, especially for me, they go, oh, you're an educator. You're the specialist. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if you could do anything, color on me, what would you do? And they want me to come up with this game plan. I'm like, like you said, this is a partnership. I can't just spit something out. Yeah. Now, if mm-hmm. someone then comes to me and says, you know what, I love Beyonce's hair, then I have a starting point and I can yeah. tweak that. Mm-hmm. But when I, I feel like sometimes they come in and they want this expectation like, if you could do anything, what would you do? It's like I'm going to blank canvas and start painting. Well, one of the things that I hear what you're definitely saying, and it, it, it all, well, this is one of the ways that I alleviate that, is that first of all, before I do anything, or before I meet a person, I do a consultation. Mm-hmm. Consultations oh. are very important because you learn, that person meets you, you meet them. First of all, you even know what type of client you have, if they can even make the consultation on time, or right, if they, right, or right, if they right, even right, show up right. You as do a your stylist. consultation before you even, like, before, like the day before, like, I mean, Mm. Or do well, it depends sometimes. on my book, right? Okay. But if I can get them in ahead of time, anytime before the before I even make an the appointment, they do a consultation. Yeah. Oh. So that consultation tells you a lot of what you need to know. So the consultation tells you what type of person you're dealing with. They learn a lot about you, mm-hmm. what you can do, what you can't. You giving them, uh, you learning their goals of what they want to do with their hair. Um, you're learning about you know what type of hair and you know ultimately everything everything about that person yeah exactly and from there now you know how to deal with that person mm-hmm. right so as opposed to someone coming in and hitting you with that and you gotta and you gotta do whatever they just said yeah. in that appointment. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, you so you know now you're talking them down off the cliff. Like, uh, you got jet black hair, and I like, can't go to like platinum. Right, Let's take the steps. Yeah, we already talked about that. Mm-hmm. Thirty minute mean? consultation. Now the whole time for your process yes. is done. The anxiety's I crazy because now you got to go in the back. Oh shit! I even got this color. Oh, can yeah. we swear on this? Podcast? Oh no, oh, we swear. Oh yeah. You ever go in? You ever get a client and then you go in the back and be like, open up the cabinet and be like, like I ain't got, got none of these colors. They expect me to have this specific type of color. It's like I gotta put this together with that. Right. A pinch of that to oh. get that one. Well, let me tell you, I'm on the other side of it because I'm on the distributor side. So, like, I'll walk into a salon, like, oh my gosh, we're gonna do a balayage class, and they're like, we don't have any five, six, seven, or ash. And I'm like, so what you doing about it? I just, that's your salon order. I just wanted to teach you a balayage. Shipping them all the colors. But it's like, like, you know, they just came off on Saturday where something happened, and they're just ready for me. They'd be like, Garden. Yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> How do you like a three out of two sevens? <laughs> you don't. <laughs> Not possible. You put it on for five seconds. <laughs> a mess. But see, that's 
Yeah. Going back to like what you said, Shay, like because since you're not behind the chair all the time, yeah. and then with us being, I mean, you're more behind the chair than I. It's like we have steps. Yeah. You're yeah. like steps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like thirty percent. I'm sixty percent. He's the ninety percent. But so, <laughs> if we were in a world where we worked in a salon and you being hired, the salon owner or manager, they're like, you can only do a cut or a cover. Ooh. You can't be both as far as a stylist. This is a world. What in some I know some salons where they're like that, it's, and it's just so it blows my mind. Compartmentalized. Yeah. If that was to ever happen to you, what would you choose and why? There's no in between. There's like yeah. there's no. I'm not you even see that. Like, like, it's like what? I was like I'm moonwalking. No. About that motherfucker. No. There's no. I'm not working here. You ain't hiring me. None of that. If I mean, we don't have all that. I'm just gonna be like, okay, thank you for your time. Right. <laughs> Walk on out. Well, moonwalk. Okay, so basically it's kind of like asking me like, what's my favorite? Yeah. Kind of right. What can yes. I not live without? Which sucks because I, I am a person. I feel like. Everything, damn, that that sucks because the cut, doing a cut and a color, that's like that's like putting the cherry on top. It is. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I cut with the expectation of knowing what the color's gonna look like. Like that plays into it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You ever have like an old color, but then you cut it and it looks dope again? Like, yeah. or you know what I mean? Or vice versa? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just they kind of go hand in hand. You can. Um, Accentuate certain things that wasn't seen with color or with a haircut. Yeah. But um, if, that's the all right. I'll answer your question. <laughs> My base is haircut. Okay. That's the first thing I learned how to do. That's the first thing I love how to do because there's so many different variations of it. Color's cool, but if your haircut's dope, it really doesn't matter what your hair color is. Hair color is like. Is it, it see? I don't want to take away from hair color. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I get what you're saying though. You know what I mean? Because hair color is just as important. Because just a little hint of a difference. You know what oh. I mean? Is right. It'll it, change it all. Yeah, you know. But I, I would have to say haircut because you can do more. But I, I begrudgingly say a haircut because you can do. You can just do a little. You can get away with a little bit more. It's a it's a statement. It's a you and, know. And so, so I will agree with you because I feel like I'm on the other side, y'all. So I'm speaking out for y'all. So I <laughs> because I feel like with haircuts, you can kind of get that satisfaction right then and there mm-hmm. compared to a color, right? Because mm-hmm. again, going back to you, I said it earlier. Somebody's coming in with a level two and they want to be mm-hmm. that platinum blonde. Right. Like it's gonna take us like three or four sessions. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Whereas like. You're like, this is the cut that you want. Like, unless it's obviously, you know, you have a bob and you want, like, long, crazy layers, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. then, of course, that's going to play a role. Yep. But you can, can you can kind of get, like, that gratification, that instant gratification right then and there. And yeah. Point. So, yeah. okay, so for color, though, mm-hmm. this is mm-hmm. my thing. Well, if, if ever I go into my day and I am full haircut, like all haircuts I'm like I'm sorry I'm sad I'm like what am I barber today mm. no so that I get I definitely don't want my book to ever be full with just 
I have to do color. I feel like I get more out of it. I get more out of it. And I, I, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm a little bit more creative. But also, this is one thing that I've noticed about myself. How I cut, I don't necessarily need to think. If that makes sense? Like, I think about what I'm doing, but it's more of a feel when I'm cutting. Yeah. When I'm coloring, I have to be all in thinking. Yeah. So I don't know if it's a mind flex thing that I enjoy about coloring. Well, and honestly, too, I feel like that's more of an evaded thing because I felt the same way. I owe my coloring skills to Aveda. Mm. Because Aveda, you're like a true-to-life chemist, mm -hmm. right? Compared to where you are just able to get that color to that is a uh, natural level ash already in there. Mm -hmm. Whereas Aveda, you gotta grab this, you gotta grab. So it's like you have to be on point as far as your measurements and such. Mm -hmm. And even to obviously this is what every color as far as like your placement but i feel like really with like the formulation and stuff it it's a little different yeah like you can't be on that like autopilot you with aveda colors you can't necessarily be in like that rush the chemistry has to be there yeah yeah i think with uh what both of you guys are saying like with um and it depends on your passion right like so i feel like when you you know, some people are just drawn to certain things. Yeah, that's or certain true. things, right? You know what I mean? That's like, true. you could be an awesome um, colorist, um, technically, right? But, like you said, you freestyle when you cut. It's like a zone. You're just boom, 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 boom. And that's just how your mind works. Yes. You know what I mean? So it's everybody's different. Right. You know what I mean? So, um, and with chemistry, when you're dealing with chemistry with, with colors, which, you know, clients never really understand that they think that they think as us as colorists is like what they do when they go to the store and buy a box of color mm -hmm. yeah they do you know what i'm saying it's like just oh just do color. this and it's like oh yeah we're gonna just do no like sometimes like the color that you want doesn't even exist so that means i have to make it that means i have like three colors i gotta put it together i gotta know what's how it's going to balance the ash and the natural i, I love the, the comments like you know the color you said last time like I feel like a little bit too gold, so let's not put too much gold in the color. Like, <laughs> like sure. Like I'm just sugar. go back there and whip that up for you. <laughs> like, okay, I'll just take the gold out for you. Like, okay. Like it's sugar and coffee. Yeah, like, exactly. Oh yeah, less sugar this time. Less, less gold. Like yeah, all right, yeah, okay. It's, gotcha. They, yeah, I don't. And yeah, they don't understand like they what's don't. happening in that dispensary. They no. Don't. But you know what though, you and that's the thing when you have a client, and I, I appreciate you because you kind of you know, yeah, right. But you that's why you have to tell your clients like the things that they ask for. Don't be scared to let them know like no, this isn't an easy task. Yeah, this isn't an easy task. It's gonna take some time, and if you know, I'm gonna let you know what it is and. You might not feel comfortable with that in a sense. Like I'm, I'm not trying to make you feel uncomfortable, but I'm just letting you know that I'm, you know, I'm not going in the back and just going like this. And, you, know, you know, and it's just easy because if you don't let them know what you've done, how can you charge? Yeah. yeah. What you deserve to be charged. That's Because they'll think they can go to anybody and they can do what you do. Yeah. And that, no, you're sitting in my chair for a specific reason because you like what I do, but this is how I do it. Mm -hmm. And, if, you know, and I want you to be in my chair, obviously, 
But if you can't, if you know, if you don't accept like how I do it, because you're a walking billboard, then I'm sure you can find someone else yes. and you can let them fuck your shit up and then you come back and it's gonna be more money exactly. but you know you, know, want, you know i'm not I gonna be those. mad because you know what i mean like everyone but you know. i tell i and i tell this to a lot of my stylists and and, and it's so funny because i have to say this to new stylists to old stylists alike you know what I mean? or our senior stylists our ogs right it's like you have to flex your education mm-hmm. let's not forget that i mean I assume we're all like in that similar age range. Parents. Well, you can't tell. You know, parents aren't excited when they say, "Oh, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start doing hair." It's like I know my my father was like, "You gonna do what? Yeah, like right. I paid for all this at Catholic school, and you gonna do <laughs> a what? Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? It was only my mother who rode hard for me. She was like." Oh, you're recession proof. Like it's cool, but my point is, is that a lot of people assume that this is something that is easy, that it was just a fallback. So you have mm. to flex your education mm-hmm. to a point, right? I Definitely. find it as a point. So I, I, I say, you know, you tell them what you're doing, and and, and, and so that they understand why you're charging, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. Or, or why their price is the same way. But also, don't say too much. Because then your guests go to the next person and they're like, you know, they've heard this tagline from you, right? Not mm-hmm. you, but they heard mm-hmm. this tagline from their stylist. They don't necessarily know what it means, but then they go to every other stylist. And oh, my stylist said, I, I'm Ash. Yep. I'm Ash. Okay, well, now you're 60. <laughs> you need a little warmth. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know what I yeah. mean? But they, they hold on to it. Yeah. So it's like you, you give them enough to let them know that you are the professional but not too much to make them feel like they're confident enough yeah. to be yeah to take your role yeah. you know what i mean not take your role but right. more so in i guess in in terminology like they they learn too many of these words i feel she brought up a great point i think that you know shout out to your mom for pushing um for you like supporting that mm-hmm. you know supporting the fact that you um, wanted to be in the hair industry and you made a great point that a lot of people do feel like the hair industry is a fallback yeah. type of situation mm-hmm. especially in our community right yeah. mm-hmm. but um, one thing that let me tell you something is um, let me tell you something is, uh, <laughs> this is a billion dollar industry I know let me tell you something let me tell you something listen up right here listen up right here you know what I mean it's a billion dollar yeah. industry. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You have, you know, there's so much money to be made and not and most of the people that try to be hairstylists don't succeed in it. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. So the true people who are meant to be in this field, prosper in this field, or reach some level of success in this field. And most people will always be like, you know, a kitchen hairstylist. And shout mm-hmm. out to kitchen hairstylists, nothing wrong with that. Right. You know, do what you do. You know, that's ch- another kitchen level. goes off. Okay. I'm okay. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm saying? So no, they I, that's not that's no shade. I'm just saying that, you know, there's levels to it, right? Because everybody thinks it's easy, but it's a business. And mm-hmm. it's a business and you have it's a billion dollar business. So you know, you have different levels to that. And if it was easy, everyone would be doing it. Yep. Because, you know what I mean? Everyone tries to do it at some point. Yeah. But not everybody succeeds in it. And that's the thing. It's like, particularly when I, I, I know, like, either just, like, older women or just, like, how we say, like, those OG stylists. 
I love like when I talk to them and they're like, oh yeah, like I went to um, you know that hair school in like the eighties. I yeah. just always kept up with my license. I don't really do hair, but uh, I just keep on renewing the license and stuff. And it's like, but you're not a hairstylist, like exactly. so that means you haven't been keeping up with your advanced education. Mm-hmm. You're not really fully in that salon environment, mm-hmm. like. But you know what she is good at. Finger waves. <laughs> oh yes! I was gonna say the hot comb. I was gonna say the hot comb uh, on the stove. Press your waves, perm you up, and I mean perm. Yes. I mean oh, the real oh perm. perm. Not a relaxer. I mean she will perm you up. Or or she's that friend that was like, I let my girl do my hair, and she oh. put this bubble butt, and you're like. Don't let your girl do that no more. Damn. Like, I can tell. I can tell. Yeah, can your tell. girl did that. Damn, yeah. yeah. Well, your girl just cost you some money. Right. Yeah. I hope it was free. Right. Some of mine. Thank you. Right. I'm sorry. But see, I love how you brought up how we are in a billion-dollar industry. Um, Because I actually posted today about Madam C.J. Walker's estate. I saw that. Mm. Did you see? The, um, I forget what foundation her family connected with. But they're going to make that into an institute for advanced education Ooh. for beauty professionals. Oh, I thought, I thought, you know what? I thought I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I was like, that's so dope. Cause she is the first billion dollar, yeah. particularly black woman. Mm-hmm. Where is it? Um, where is it at? Where is it at? Where is it at? Um, I want, it's in the South somewhere. Don't. Let's not lie. I know. I was gonna say Virginia, but I really don't believe it. That's not lie. That's fine. We gonna get the facts. We can Google it. Yeah, but it's definitely southern. Yeah, somewhere. Um, and the state looks like beautiful. And it's one. It it gave me like one of those eerie feelings because it gave um a picture of like today. Yeah. And then a picture of um I guess. Um, she was very uh, well known of doing like a lot of like kind of like parties and stuff mm-hmm. in um, mm-hmm. her house of just like particularly just like black women like professionals and stuff yeah. so there was this one party and she took a picture with everybody out on like the terrace and stuff yeah. and there had to be like over a hundred women oh wow it's a black well, and white photo right exactly <laughs> like it was a black and white photo and then they like did the same positioning from like today and wow. I'm like that's just crazy of how it's just it looks like the same, like, exterior-wise. Mm-hmm. I don't obviously don't know how it looks inside, but I was like, that's dope that, like, her family is having that legacy, like, yeah. continue mm-hmm. on, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, but again, just going back to, like, it's, we are in a billion-dollar yeah. industry, yeah. and what I love about it is just the versatility and diversity of it, of, mm-hmm. like, you don't necessarily have to be that size behind the chair, and I feel like we've kind of already talked about this in other episodes, but it just opens up so many areas like yeah. her and I both are educators you know what right. I mean like and doing the hair part time and there's other, the salon managers the distributors like all of that entails you being in the industry so yep. it is really of like a no limit in um, us being in front of like our students and stuff of like making that known yeah. and again that's something like our clients they don't see that side right they don't understand that side yeah. like they're just, oh like my hairstylist like but no, like your hairstylist, like a great hairstylist, a good hairstylist mm-hmm. should have a great backing to them. It's like no, it's more than me just sitting yeah. behind my hair and like flipping right. your hair, you know. Yeah. So, well, um, with your CJ Walker thing, I think that'd be a good curve for us, right? Because I really wanted to get to this. Okay, so I'm pushing it along. <laughs> um, I heard or I read somewhere that you cut hair in like three piece suits. 
<laughs> well, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, I've done that. What is that? I've done that. So <laughs> that's so funny. And I, I, I want to talk about it because I go into salons and I see girls in leggings and a ponytail mm-hmm. and Uggs. <laughs> and it and it just irks me. Yeah, you know what I mean. And you are like superbly dressed mm-hmm. every time I see you because I've seen you around Boston, so I've seen you and I know that you're always dressed. But you do this behind the chair as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like, what's the reason? What okay, so I think that um, I, I have the confession. I don't work in a three piece suit every day. Okay, good. but I <laughs> I am known to I will dress up. And the thing is, is I like fashion. I love the to dress and I love the style and the thing is is that I'm uh, you know how I feel is how I dress right mm-hmm. I can pick out something that I want to wear at night but in that morning I'm like what was I thinking I don't want to dress so I you know I'm, I, I love the dress I love and if I'm buying it which I'm always do unfortunately <laughs> by my, my, uh, my, yeah, like, <laughs> my uh, last appointment he had like a half an hour break I'm like wait he's putting on his phone like wait Oh, I'm about to run down the eyeglasses <laughs> my next client for 30 minutes. Like, what are you doing down Newberry in 30 minutes? Like, gonna make it. He even um, making it work. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah, my uh, my uh, thing went like that. But um, yeah, so you know, I just like to dress. You know, and it's so funny. People always ask me, like, they're like, "Yo, what? Well, why do you dress up? Like, why do you dress?" I'm like. Well, why not? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, where are we going to go on a day-to-day that, um, you know, that you have to dress up? You don't have to dress up, but right. you should want to dress up. It makes right. the life, life fun, you know? Yeah. yeah. People, you know what I'm saying? If you are a stylish person and you have fashion, you like to buy things, damn it, if you're going to ba- pay a lot of money for it, wear it. Right. I love it. Damn we, it, wear it. Wear it. <laughs> wear that shit because, you know what I'm saying? Because... You know what's gonna happen is you. What are you gonna do? You're gonna cherish them. Like, oh, I bought these Louis Vuittons. I'm gonna put them over here, and then you're gonna not wear them. You're gonna wear your Tams, and then you know you're gonna see some more. Oh, I'm gonna get some Louis Vuitton. Oh, I'm buying these, and you're gonna Closet. cherish them and put them yeah. in there. It's like no, the you bought them to wear them. Like you know what I'm saying? Like so, if you wear them and you bust them up and you buy some more, at least like you're getting your, your the worth out of them. Right, right. Because right. fashion changes so much and so quickly, just like hair fashion. Yeah. So like, you know, wear your shit. Be dope. When people see you, that's a talking conversation. Feel mm-hmm. more comfortable with you. When you're telling them, this is, you know, this is what is dope. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's people are very, um, they, you know, they make decisions on people how you look. Yeah, that's true. That's what I'm saying. It shows confidence in your work. Yeah. Because like, um, it's funny because I actually, one time after um, working on a Saturday, I was actually in a wedding. So I had to run over to the wedding. So I had on like a sweatsuit. It was like one of like a Victoria's Secret pink sweatsuit type thing. And when I'm kind of, she was like, are you, is everything like okay? And I'm like, yeah. Like, but she was like, I just haven't like seen this dress down before. So, and I'm like, she's like really looking at me like, you're not like standing confidently uh-huh. like how you normally, normally are, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. she was really thinking like I don't know, like I was going through like a depressional type <laughs> stage or something. <laughs> like it really how you present yourself to your clients, it really speaks volumes to them. Like yeah, I am like such a bum on the weekends. Like be- so because I'm doing like again I'm on that distributor mm-hmm. educator side, so I have to be like shoes, like yeah, skirt. Mm-hmm. Like I mm-hmm. have to be dressed. I have to have full makeup. Like mm-hmm. it's just what I have to do because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm talking to like salon owners and 
try to win it, whatever. Right. So when I'm off, you're off. <laughs> Tim's people are like, let's go to the club. I'm like, I gotta put on oh, shoes. Yeah. I love my hibachis. Like. No, I ain't going yeah. there. <laughs> but you know what? Right, right, right. It's so, and and you know what? I, I wasn't like that when I was a hairstylist. Mm-hmm. Because I had the ability to, I feel like I had more of a, a fashion outlet behind the chair mm-hmm. than what I am mm-hmm. in my current role. Yeah. So now I feel like I'm like banker attire during the day, but mm-hmm. just all black. Yeah. Well, and then on the weekend, you're more, I don't want to do anything. You're in pretty much now like that sales field mm-hmm. compared to being like a full stylist where it's like we, you know, you have to kind of be on trend. You have to know, like, you know, we're just past the Oscars, right? So where I'm sure I wasn't, I didn't necessarily watch the full Oscars, but it's like you're watching the red carpet fashion stuff because I was like, I know it's going to be that one client who's going to come in and talk about she wants that sleek ponytail. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, but going on your like dapper looks and stuff, you're we're technically in that industry without actually being in the industry. Yeah. Beauty and fashion goes hand in hand, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, it's so great. it's like we, even though you probably didn't want to be in it, like you're in it. Yeah. You know, no matter yeah. what, I will never People forget. Exactly, I will never forget. Like um, when I was assisting and I moved to the junior size position. And the owner of the salon, she she literally came in with a hundred and fifty dollar Mac gift card. And it's like, all right, like I want you to go down, ask for so and so, and they're gonna get you started on makeup. I was like, what? <laughs> like she told me I'm ugly. Like what? <laughs> and she's like, just you know, a little eyeliner, a little mascara. We're just like, cause now you're on the floor a little bit more. Like, mm-hmm. are you talking about you, Monica? No, no, no. This was uh, uh, no, no, no. This was the salon. I like. Started at basically it was yeah, on we, we drop names. No, over. exactly. I was about to say, I'm coming to the receipts. Monica, but Monica, Monica, Monica would be good. No, Monica, Monica would be good. Said she wanted us in like full drag yeah. every day. Like she mm. wanted us full makeup. You could not wear sneakers on the floor unless they were designer. Yeah. Like mm. she, she was all. She was. And I think that's another reason why I wear sneakers. Thank you. Like, my feet hurt. We would wait and when she got off or when she would leave. Yeah. You know, the owner they stayed till like five or four o'clock or whatever. Yeah, we'd yeah, we be like, hold on, we go in the back like Woo, get we get shoes off. Yeah, but And see that was because the song that I was at where I started off at, it's at the top of Newberry, like directly across from um like Tiffany's and all of that. Uh-huh. It's on the second level of um, Burberry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you kind of get a sense of like the clientele and yeah. stuff. You know what I mean? Okay. And she was just like, you know, just need to have me just step it up just a little bit. Like, need mm-hmm. you to put on a little bit of eye. Not yeah. saying a full face beat, but. Yeah. And that was kind of my introduction of like, oh, okay, wow. Like, this is. Yeah. You, we really have to be like that fashion yeah, wants, forward. Yeah, she has to boom. Yeah. Something that I've noticed too is that the men in our industry mm-hmm. are very fashion forward mm-hmm. it's the women that slack mm-hmm. you never i i can count on i well i can't even count on him i know one guy who came to work kind of grungy but he had a grunge look that was his so that it was his went thing. with yeah, him yeah, even yeah. if he right. wasn't dressed it was his thing yeah so it was okay for him mm-hmm. i find that this is an issue with women mm-hmm. not men but i can agree mm-hmm. to that do you notice that. the same thing? Or I have to think about it, but most of the people that I know that are men 
Yeah, they're yeah they're pretty. Yeah, they're put together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never even thought about that. Yeah, yeah. it's the so, women yeah. who kind of they'll just run on in. It's yeah. even funny, even just like wait, uh, your studio partner Eddie. I was looking mm-hmm. at him the last appointment. He had denim on denim. Yeah. But like you would have thought that suit. was like yeah, but yeah. you would have thought like <laughs> it was like a three piece suit. Like the way he was just like, and he had on like white, like regular, like kind of like low top, like tennis shoes type. Mm-hmm. But just his mm-hmm. whole like demeanor, it still looked like he, if he it was in like a right. suit and tie. Like, mm-hmm. it, you know, because you think of denim, it's like that kind of like laid back type feel, but he still yeah. brought it. Like, yeah. so I, and it's, but then it's also, I feel, and correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like it's kind of harder for men fashion wise as far as putting certain things together because of us as females you could go to H&M get a five dollar short go to Target get a little ten dollar skirt and then, you know what I mean and kind of put it together whereas like I don't feel like and yeah, I'm seeing more of it because I have a son where you guys don't have that wide of a selection you know uh, well if you say uh, when it comes to like buying stuff I agree. Okay. You got, women have way more so. Mm-hmm. Most most things are catered to women, or has been. Mm-hmm. Maybe now you're starting to see a little bit more guys. Mm-hmm. Those guys are spending a little bit more money. However, as far as the easiness of putting things together, uh, we definitely have it easier. Okay. Like women have to do so yeah. much more prepping mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like, I appreciate. I appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? Like. But women, hands down, like hair, makeup, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's just the what you see. The pre stuff mm-hmm. is even crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like so, you know, that your your prep starts the night before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I wrap mean, wrap that scarf up. Yeah. Right, wrap it tight. Wrap <laughs> it tight. On it, honey. You know what I'm saying? Y'all be sleeping like this with your eyelashes yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's funny because it's it's from an early childhood. Yeah. I've been talking about my niece because I just you know saw her this weekend and we did her first swim class and he he wanted her to lay back on float and she lay back and she was like my hair wet <laughs> as a child this yeah. is a little black yeah. baby she's mm-hmm. like oh wait oh, wait guys in the wait, kitchen wait, wait. Oh, my hair is wet mommy I'm come in the water real quick yeah. she's like I can't lay back yeah. Yeah. And, and it was it, w- it was interesting in other to words, me she's like looking at me like in baby language, like you call me fucked up. <laughs> she, did. she did, and she didn't. She lit. She floated with her head up like this. <laughs> she, and she looked, and it was so funny because my mother and my she does this. She had to look down. She was like, "It's okay. It's okay. You can get your hair wet." And then she was still like, "I ain't sure. You might be trying to act out right. people." Right. Like, but it's it, it's as a child, like yeah. you know. Yeah. I, a, a guy asked me one time. He said. How does it? How did a girl know, like, how to wrap her hair? Like, I don't know. You just, you just wrap. I don't know. He said, "When did yeah. you learn?" I was like, "I don't know." He said, "Who taught you?" I said, "I, I guess my, my, I don't know. Like, maybe I just came off the womb with a you wrap brush. Yeah. It was something that needed know. to be done. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? And that's what I was saying. Like, when I went to hair school, it was like, I was at a disadvantage because, like, most girls, like. Your basic stuff is like amazing things. Like mm-hmm. it's just like your hair care, specifically mm-hmm. black women. I I gotta say because mm-hmm. you it has to last longer, yeah. right? You know what I mean. So you do all these things to make it look, you know, make look make it look dope. 
you gotta make it last for a yeah. week. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So yeah. all the things that come with it, are you rapping it? Are you gonna, you know, do a set on it when you go to sleep? Or you twist out, you know, whatever it yeah. is. Yeah. That's, That's a, a lot. Yeah, you know what I mean? So when I went into school, I was like, man, I gotta learn. Like, I'm way behind. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the only thing I had going for me is that I was a straight dude. And they was like, <laughs> come do my yeah. They were like, come do my hair. Like, right. They got a kick out of it because yeah. they was laughing like, they're like, do all the set. You know, come cut my hair. I was like, okay. So, but then that 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 leads me to ask you, do you get so? engulfed in your fashion where do you freak out if there's like a color splash on like your blazer or, you know what i mean because yeah. it's like you're saying you're doing a long hair are you like coming back and yeah stroking through like this ain't gonna get on me or what <laughs> on these jeans I, I say this i i wear certain things to the salon and mm-hmm. like you know there's certain things that i really really like but i'm okay if something happens yeah. to it you know what i mean like there's certain things that i spend certain amount of, you're like that would never make it to the salon yeah. because i don't want it to get messed up but i just try to be conscious like you know splatter you know what i'm saying like when you're doing here you know kind of like your habits you know you know if you're doing a balayage or something like that you know how you're putting it on, where the splash is going to be, where it could possibly happen. So mm-hmm. you try to be conscious of it. And just, yeah, I try not to be too messy, mm-hmm. more conscious. So mm-hmm. I never really have any issue yeah. with that type of stuff. On a suit day, it's kind of like, I have my assistant to do everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love God. that. Go to color, slight me, look at it, slight uh, flex, slight flex. Yeah, no, I, I, it's like, I like, no, I don't have you watch that out, like, put this <laughs> tone in real quick, like, you know what I'm saying, like, because, That's funny. you know, like, certain days, you just, you know, I got something to go after. Right, right, right. <laughs> and see, and I, I feel like for me personally, too, because, like, I know my schedule. Like, mm-hmm. I, you know, you know at least, like, a day or two beforehand, like, who's coming exactly. in. So if I know, like, that redhead client who's coming in, oh, yeah. like, I'm not doing a white shirt. Yeah. Like, more than oh, likely, yeah. it's going to be an all-black type of day or yeah. whatever, you know, like, so. You know those days. Yeah, that plays Sometimes, a role also. Sometimes I'll go into a class and I'm like, okay, we're just going to do, like, a workshop. And I'll be dressed nice because maybe I have a meeting afterwards. And they're like, right. Can you just uh, do a demo? And I look and I'm like, You see what I got on? <laughs> like, I got on high heels. You think I'm about to really bust out a full balayage and stilettos? Like, I. Like, are you serious right now? Oh, like, first of all, y'all didn't even book me for that today. Yeah. So. <laughs> stilettos. Right, yeah. A full balayage? Like, yeah. no. So. No. I get it. Um, okay, so sticking on the fashion theme because I think I think this is important, and I think it I, it's a part of you as a stylist, right? Because I think mm-hmm. a lot of people comment on it. I've read some articles on you, and that's something that they talk about. Mm-hmm. So one of my questions was if there was an era mm-hmm. that best describes mm-hmm. your fashion. Like, where would you? I know Kyra thinks you're in the Harlem Renaissance, but (laughs) (laughs) he was not. (laughs) He he has the fashion of it, he's a Renaissance man, but that was a long time ago. He was fighting for our people. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I appreciate it. I was, I was. That was a long time. Um, if, if, If it would be the States, it would probably be the 30s. 
The 30s. Mm, the flapper. Not flapper. Oh. They were more. I've been doing a while back like I know these ads. <laughs> well, you the women. Good, well, though. Well, you well, like yeah, yes. No, the suits were exquisite. Like, yeah. you know, the, the, the collars. Like, back in the days, I, uh, this is something that I learned, like, in styling. Like, the, the collars on the shirts weren't always connected. So, most of the collars. No, so what would happen is, if you ever see the collarless shirts now, mm-hmm. the shirts are kind of coming because the buttons yeah. right there. Yeah. So what would happen is the collar, if you ever noticed, and back in the day, if you ever watched like any gangster movie, you notice the collars are like up here. Mm-hmm. And then they'll have like this um, this pin that kind of closes up the, the collar. Mm-hmm. And then the tie is like really, it says um, small knot. And then they'll have like their three piece or whatever. So most of the time, those collars weren't actually always connected they're actually they're put on top of that um that's so much work yo but that's what that was fashion back there that was fashion like like you we take for granted i know where's the bulletin but shay is usually the bulletin you put it over there you know i would have been poor The episode is so good and the conversation just kept on going. So we're going to cut this in half. I'll see you next week for part two of Dapper Days with Mr. Lonnie. Until then, cheers. Stay connected off the show. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Shop Therapy. Until next time, cheers, beauties and gents.